You want me to start this thing? Yeah, I'm ready whenever you are. Sure? Yeah. Right. I feel a bit nervous now. <laughs> you know, don't yeah. be nervous. It's all right. I'm just going to play this intro music for a bit, all right? Easy. G'day guys and welcome to another episode of Straight to the Source with me, your host, Source Wagner. It's episode four now. Um, just want to give a quick shout out to all you guys for getting around me for the first three episodes. The feedback's been amazing. Extremely grateful uh, for all the comments, likes, shares, all the follows on uh, on Spotify as well and the ratings. Um, just really amazing support from all of you guys. I'm extremely grateful. And then again, I'd need to thank uh, my sponsor for this episode, which again is my great friend Monique McArcher from Inked Eclipse. So Monique has been supporting the show with her amazing artwork and graphics and she's kindly offered to sponsor today's app as well, which I'm extremely grateful for. So please throw support behind her and her business. Follow her on Instagram at inked.eclipse. If you or anyone you know is in need of branding for that business, event stationery for weddings, engagements and birthdays, hit her up because she's an absolute superstar at helping businesses and individuals realise their respective vision throughout the, de- the design process, sorry. Um, and Monique, again, just thank you so much for your amazing work with this podcast. I've had so many comments about the branding on Instagram, and that's entirely thanks to you. So, like I said, guys, make sure you please throw your support behind her and give her a follow on Instagram. Uh, now, on to our guest for today. This is really exciting for me. A bit nervous as well, because like, I've never been around such a massive sporting star in my entire life. Um... Seriously, a dead set star of Australian sport, a huge hero to my young niece, uh, and fresh off the FIFA Women's World Cup, Charlie Grant. Thanks, Dave. Thanks for having me on board, and thanks for the kind words. <laughs> no, mate, absolutely. You're absolutely welcome. But thank you for yeah allowing me to have some of your time. I'm sure you're extremely busy on a Saturday morning. So, <laughs> honestly, haven't been doing much since I've got back. Been exhausted, so it's just nice to be back home with family. And nice, beautiful. Hey, look, first question. I know we're going to get pretty serious throughout this podcast, but this is the fucking hardest question of the entire podcast. Are you ready? I'm ready. Do you keep your sauce <laughs> in the cupboard or the fridge? Cupboard. I, I, I've been listening to so many podcasts and I've heard cupboard been common answer. But um, So you're just saying cupboard because you're just like going no, with the crowd? No, or you can check the cupboard over there. It's, I'm going to check it yeah, after. the sauce is in there. I'm yeah, going to make sure. Yeah, it's, so yeah. it's in the cupboard? In the cupboard, yeah. So why in the cupboard then? Um, mum's always put it there. So I just, you know, mum's no best. So you're absolutely right. <laughs> That's fair enough. That's a great answer. It's the correct answer. I mean, there's no wrong answers, but if you said fridge, I'd tell you you're wrong. Um, so yeah, Saturday morning. Down south at the moment, how has your Saturday been so far? Ah, oh, you know, pretty pretty easy morning. Um, uh, honestly, I haven't done much. Uh, like I said, I've just been like lazy in bed most mornings. Um, uh, I was lucky, just was here also, so it was nice to spend more time with quality time with him. Because um, uh, obviously, being in the World Cup, it's been very busy and um, didn't have much time with him. And um, and then. Yeah, that's that's about it. Just a chill morning. Made some breakfast. Showed my chef skills. Um, oh, nice! What did you have for breakfast? Oh, some yeah, scrambled, scrambled eggs. eggs. Yep. Um, yeah. Yeah. On the stove or in the microwave? Scrambled eggs <laughs> on the stove. Oh, good. Yeah. All right, cool. <laughs> so you at least know how to do yeah. that. That's fantastic. <laughs> no, um, that's about it. Oh, it sounds like a pretty cruisy Saturday morning. Don't mind that. Um, how's your week been? Obviously, would have been gone from something pretty hectic, but nice just to try and bit of relaxation this week yeah for sure it's it's always weird coming back home because um everything 
always feels the same but um, I've been away for so long from home so uh, it's kind of a refreshing feeling though because like this is where you know I grew up playing and um, uh, where like I grew up so it's yeah nice being back home and spending more quality time with family and friends but um, yeah just been taking it really easy this week because it's been really huge like month uh, mentally and physically so um, yeah it's uh, haven't really done much exercise this week other than the odd few walks, but Nothing probably should that. get going again soon. <laughs> nah, mate, just kick back, put the toes up, you've earned a rest, I think. Um, yeah, so like, what have, what has been your main thing to relax this week? Like, obviously on such a massive high of probably just emotions and, fuck, I don't know, I've never played in a World Cup, obviously. <laughs> played in the under-12s cup once in Port Lincoln, but that's about it, I'm assuming. Like, is it just like, to come off a massive high, do you almost just feel like extremely like flat and just like lethargic or... Yeah, for sure. I think um, because you're just so used to, like, there's a schedule every day, like meetings here, lunch here, um, you're always following something. So to go from from that and being around people all the time to then, like, I mean, there's still my family's here, but it's just, yeah, it's it's such a difference. Um, Like, I don't have to check my phone 24-7, worry that I'm going to get a message to be somewhere or all that. So it's... um, yeah, you go almost into a little bit of a, I mean, I guess they call it post-camp blues, where it's like, yeah, you've been on such a high for so long and then you're all of a sudden um, doing nothing. So, um, yeah, but I've just been taking it easy and um, watching some movies, you know. Oh, nice. Chilling, yeah, and What's then, been the go-to um, this week on the movies? I, I was actually watching Age of Adeline with uh, my Boy, family. Boy, that's a good yeah, movie, Yeah, it's hey. good. Really it's good. Sad. Yeah. It'll be sad, but... Well, I haven't actually finished the oh, end. Oh, fuck. Okay, I, I know, sorry. Oh, it's not that sad. Don't worry about it. You'll figure it out. <laughs> I keep putting it off because I, like, always catch up with someone at, like, the end of the day and then I'm like, oh, mum, dad, I'll, we'll finish it later. But it's, yeah. It's I've good. Got, it's like, good. 20 minutes left, so... Oh, no, so it's I'd a, see the end. <laughs> that's a very good movie. Um, I might actually watch that again with my partner. Yeah. It's actually a very good movie. Yeah. Um, yeah, well, fuck. Let's get into a little bit. I've sort of been touching on how I've sort of been able, lucky enough to meet the guests that I've had on. So what I've found is a bit of a common theme. It's mostly been through sport. So you were obviously a player at Adelaide United. I was just the ticketing guy there. That was sort of how we crossed paths. I actually remember once you come in to ask for tickets for your family <laughs> yeah. and you were so just shy and like unassuming like you didn't like think you could ask for stuff well i don't want to take advantage of anyone <laughs> it's just like you're like oh can i please get like just a, just a couple of tickets for the family like, yeah do you want like 50 i'll print them off i don't really care like what do you want i literally just printed off like a stack it's like that yeah. was my thing man like, probably <laughs> yeah you really pulled through there there was a lot of family wanting that was the cooper's game when we oh that's right yeah game. yeah um yeah you pulled through for my family there they were very appreciative oh mate that's 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 probably what got me sacked in the end because i was just like <laughs> throwing tickets out the door we weren't selling any i was just giving them away <laughs> i would have kept you around hey man whatever gets crowds through the door mate exactly it's you know? to work we broke the record so yeah, fucking oath we yeah. did <laughs> fucking oath we did what was um so what what was that do we get like f- how many i think it was like was it four thousand yeah so you, wait, you've gone from like four thousand <laughs> and then like what did you play in front of like the other week it was, was like, like seventy five thousand i think maybe holy shit yeah. that's insane yeah, that's a lot of people in one space that. man. yeah it was it was unreal when I, you're, can i ask you like when you're like in that moment <laughs> Like, do you genuinely like know the crowds there, or like you know how some people? You yeah, know, nah, I'm just in adrenaline. I don't even know they're there. Is that real? Or you're like, fuck. There's so many people here. Yeah, I'm. I think when you step on the pitch, you kind of it's that cliche. You kind of forget about everything. Yeah, right. So, but when, um, like, obviously, I was on the bench a lot. But so when we'd step out, like the first moment just before the national anthem, you'd look around and 
really embrace it and it was yeah gave me goosebumps every time it was it was unreal to see how many people came to the games and get around us it was really special that's yeah that's like I think my niece asked me she wanted to know like what was that moment like when you actually went out there and I think you've just described that there like well in that moment you did go out like I, we were watching me and my partner and like you just fucking walked out and you just like took off running I think you like almost knocked yourself out <laughs> Yeah, I had a mild concussion from that actually. I was just buzzing so much and then we were four <laughs> nil, we I think we were winning, so I was just like, Oh, what have we got to lose, you know? Get me out there. Yeah. Let me unleash. Maybe I maybe I got too excited. Fuck, no, nothing. There's no such thing as getting too excited when you're coming on in a World Cup, mate. It's unreal. We'll touch on that a bit later as well because there's lots we can talk about regarding all that sort of stuff, but I guess I just want to get to know a little bit more about you growing up as well that's what i've been asking a lot of my guests so obviously we're down south at the moment um has this part of adelaide always been your home yeah so this house we're in right now is where i've grown up um, really yeah and i haven't ever moved from here so um this is where i always come back to when i come home and yeah where i've grown up so hallet cove is yeah been my been my home which comes with its positive and negatives because then um all trainings were out down north so like yeah, we are. Yeah, yeah, one stage we're training at Burton, another time at the parks, and it would take up to an hour yeah, it's most a fair times. Drive. Yeah, so credit to mum and dad driving me out there. And like, mums um, and dads, they yeah, just like honestly, <laughs> what would I do without them? Yeah, they do such an awesome job at just like getting their kids. Like, I'm sort of excited for the day I get to do that, but I'm also like, I was having coffee again with my partner this morning, and then his mum comes rushing in. She's like, I just need my coffee. And they're like, oh, you got morning sport? And she's like, yeah, I've got to get like five kids to sport. And I'm like, oh, my God, fuck that. <laughs> and I'm just, we're just sitting there drink, drinking our coffee, relaxing. Like, she's like frazzled. So They're like superheroes, parents are. You, you don't know how they do it. <laughs> and obviously they're still following you because they're at every game for the World Cup. Yeah, they came fuck. to every game, which was incredible. Um, it was really nice to have them there because, you know, it's such a – it was the highlight of my career and mm. also some really hard times as well. So I yep. know to have them in my corner is really special and – um, no, always could spot them because Dad was always waving the flag. So, <laughs> um, yeah, no, very grateful for them. Mate, I'm grateful for your parents too. Your dad is the goat. He <laughs> followed the Instagram page like straight away, left a comment on the first post. And I was like, I'm like I messaged Lockie. I'm like, is this, who's this guy? He's like, That's Charlie's dad. I'm like, what a fucking weapon. Yeah, he loves the podcast. He's a big fan. Why don't you get him on for an episode? <laughs> I'm sure he would love that. I That'd think be he awesome. Just got home, so maybe we'll get oh, him. he can just jump into a guest <laughs> spot. Man, that is so cool. Um, you obviously mentioned mum and dad, but like siblings, any any siblings at all? Yes, I have an older brother. That's um, I always give him credit for how I got into soccer because he whatever he would do, I'd jump on. Oh, really? With. Okay. Yeah. Yep. So, I mean, it was a main sport offered at my school at Emmaus Catholic Primary School, right. and then he um, he was playing, and I would just want to do whatever he was doing. Yeah, so okay. I jumped on board and uh, loved it ever ever since. But um, he's also been such a great supporter of me. Um, he came to a couple games too, and. Even though, like, we might not FaceTime all the time or anything, I just know he's there for me. Yep. And, um, yeah, to have that support from my family just means a lot to me. But, yeah, he's doing really well with his stuff. He's a um, social worker and right. um, I think that's – he's really passionate about what he does, which is, I think, really special to see. Absolutely. Um, yeah. I think I've seen him one time. Like, is he any connection? Like, I saw him at tr- footy training one night at Christie's Beach. I was like, that guy looks really <laughs> familiar because I think I'd seen him in Instagram – photos yeah but yeah yeah i think he was there once because he took one of his kids he looks after oh uh, right to a footy training. oh wicked yeah yeah how cool yeah, is that yeah <laughs> up the beach how good, that was good. just bringing <laughs> people together christie's beach unbelievable up the christie well you mentioned school um what was school like for you like i've been 
interested? Like, did you love your school? Did you hate it? Um, this could this could you know drive a lot of young students here to like you know <laughs> yeah, this to, could just make to be like you. Um, yeah, I mean, school. I was always the type of student to I wanted everything done p- to f- perfection. Um, it was so I feel like I made it more stressful than it needed to be. Yeah, <laughs> um, yeah. Uh, but I mean, I I loved it. I'm actually going back to my school on Monday. Oh, really? Uh, yeah, Woodcroft College to just um, do a little s- speech to the kids and. Um, just giving back yeah. to the community. Well, I mean, they've done so much for me. They're always so, so supportive of my um, soccer and um, would <laughs> give me extensions if I needed them or um, I'd be crying to teach. Like, I'm not going to get this done. Oh, and then would you're be, just pulling at the yeah. heartstrings. <laughs> I'm just so busy with like, like, training. Oh, it's okay. Give it a couple of days. I'm like, oh, thank you. How <laughs> that? But, um, no, I, um, yeah, school was, uh, yeah, I just try and I think more stressful than I needed to be. But, um yeah, grateful for everyone that was um, helped supporting me through. What are your fondest memories of school, um. if there are any? <laughs> school was a tough time for a lot of people. Yeah, it does have its tough times. But I think um, there was actually what stands out probably, I think it was like year nine, we did like a two-week quest camp and it's like in the Grampians and you just like, you pretty much, you do the, like this four-day hike pretty much on your own. Yeah, you okay. like camp out in other s- in areas. And it was just nice to get to know other students because, you know, you stick, stick around with your friends. Yeah, that's you right. Kind yep. of don't get to, know, get to know everyone. So it was really nice to hear different stories and, um, yeah, get to know other people that, that are around. Um, yeah. So that wasn't um, – and then being out <laughs> camping, always an eye-opening experience, I feel. So that was really cool. Do you yeah. love camping? Um, I haven't. I don't or know if I've camped since then. I don't really have the time to. But yeah. <laughs> um, oh, I would. I'm always up for anything. So I would go camping again. Are you a camping fan? Uh see, growing up in Port Lincoln on the yeah. peninsula, like camping was a big thing. But then also, I didn't really love it that much. But now I'm trying to like get back into my partner doesn't like it. <laughs> but she bought me a swag for my thirtieth, and I was like, "Fuck, we totally go on camping." Haven't used it once. <laughs> we might. We might whip time. it out. Yeah, yeah, we might whip it out in the summertime. You know. Um, I know just the reason I ask about like, fondest memories in school because I work in the school at the moment and like just chatting shit with the with the kids and I'm going to set up like a like do you ever remember like at lunchtime just playing like like handball comps or yes, you might actually. be too cool for that I don't know no but, like, I did love the handball comps that's so, probably like, up there with the fondest memories that was like, always fun <laughs> I was like chatting with the, all the group of lads and like a few of the girls that were there at the time like fuck this we are doing a handball comp this week in class and the <laughs> teachers like no because they need to do their work I'm like I don't care we're cancelling the whole week <laughs> you sound Every- like a good teacher <laughs> oh, everyone's just like we are doing this man I'm going to create fixtures like and they're going to buy a bounce, like balls this weekend and like oh it's going to be on yeah that's unreal so yeah, recess and lunch always. That, yeah, they're favourite parts of school. Yeah, that's <laughs> recess, lunch, and when you left. Yeah, that was the best part. <laughs> I mean, oh. go to school, do good kids. <laughs> yeah, no, that should be what we were saying. But yeah, um, yeah I just kind of just got through. Yeah, I just had it was a social life for me. Yeah, for sure. Um, during school, like obviously, well, you've already said that like soccer was. Do you call it soccer or football? Do you get offended by that? No, Sorry. I mean, I I grew up always calling it soccer, but ever since I've moved to Sweden, I've been calling it football more because. All the Europeans say football, yeah, but yep. it doesn't bother me either okay. way. All right. yeah. So you mentioned obviously soccer was like pretty big in school for you. Um, so was it always at that point where you're like, this is what I'm going to do post-school or, was, or were you working hard in school just to set yourself up for like go to uni or something? Yeah, I guess um, So I, when I first started soccer, I didn't really know where it would take me. I didn't even know that you could represent your country at the time. And wow. then I think it was when I was about like nine or ten I realised that like because my dad would take me to games and then I um 
I was like, wow, I could actually do something with it. And I was playing netball at the time as well, so I had to stop netball when I was about nine or ten as well um, to play soccer. So I had to make that sacrifice quite early on, which was a bit scary because it's like I'm putting all my eggs in one basket and it could not go go the way I want it to go. But um, And then during school, I mean, like, I guess at that time it's like women's football don't get paid. Mm. Like some can't live off the money that you get paid. I mean, I've been fortunate now to um, be able to live off what I'm um, getting paid and, like, with the club support and obviously my family support, but it's still – you want to have that back up. You just never Mm -hmm. know. So that's why I want to do well in school and, uh, I mean, everything I do I want to do well in, Mm -hmm. but um, that was a main driving factor because I was like I want to get into a university degree where I could then maybe have a backup if something fell through. Yeah, yeah. In saying that, I'm I'm on break in uni at the moment. I'm not sure if I'll go back because it's just <laughs> it takes so much stress and it's yeah. like you might as well focus on um, the things that make you happy. And if it's stressing you out, then <laughs> what's the point? Like that's a really beautiful thing <laughs> to say. Like that is hundred percent because a lot of like students at my cl- school now, I'm having the sort of uni pathway chat now, yeah. and they're shitting themselves. Yeah. They're, and they're thinking because they think it's their whole world. Yeah. Um, well, it does. It's a huge focus in that year yeah. eleven, twelve. It's like, what are you going to do after? And it's a bit scary because mm. it's that's so unknown, and a, a lot of people don't know what they want to no. do. I mean, I don't know what I'd want to do post soccer, but it's um, you also don't want to do something you don't enjoy, um, yeah, because then it just makes it harder. Yeah, so just find something that yeah, yeah, you get positive returns out of. You enjoy it, you have fun, put a smile on your face, yeah. and you've got you've got a fucking long time to figure it out. Yeah, exactly. I'm thirty years old and I'm still like. <laughs> What am I doing? Exactly. There's no timeline for anything. No, that's right. So just enjoy it. Um, yeah, touching on, or again, like soccer's going to be a serious, pretty take up most of this conversation <laughs> today. So anyone out there who's not enjoy, like doesn't like soccer, I don't really care. Um, <laughs> Sorry about that. But um, when did, so you st- what was the school you said you started playing at? A- uh, Emmaus, Emmaus Catholic Primary School. Right. Yeah, yeah. so that's in Woodcroft. Okay. Um, and and that was pretty much, you just did that until like, did you play any club? Yeah, so I started like for school in like when I was like six years old, and then yep. just with all the boys, and then oh wow, yeah, so, you just had so with the boys. yeah, I think there was one other girl playing, but yeah, I was just playing with the boys, but they were all my mates, so I, I loved it, and yep. um, they're probably a main reason why I'm here. They would want to teach me new schools skills all the time, so I loved <laughs> it. Um, I'm still friends with some of them today, but um, yeah, and then Dad went around like looking for other clubs like because yep. he knew I loved it and wanted to see if there was like girls that play and then um he took me out to well one time I did go out to a South Adelaide boys training but yep. you just like don't feel as welcome like compared to when I went out to Cumberland United Women's Football Club and it was just all girls there and that was so amazing to see because I hadn't seen that before because oh, I'd been training been yeah so I was like wow like there's actually girls that do this I can do this um and play for a club so um yeah I played there for a couple of years before moving into like the state programs yep. and that but um I loved it there and um yeah the, the they're all so welcoming from the get-go which is really nice that's so cool to hear because yeah. like I'll I'll admit like when the so I'm a foot like footy head yeah and I'll admit when the AFLW first started I was like this is shit I don't yeah. want to watch this <laughs> um but then, like, now I've been he- more heavily involved yeah. with women's footy, with coaching and stuff like that. And then also now I have, like, nieces that are well, – you'd know my niece playing yeah. – wanting to play soccer. And it's like – like what you said there, like, it just didn't feel like a safe environment to be or not like a welcoming environment. Yeah. But now, like, in – what's that? How long ago was that? Like, 15 years ago? Yeah. So it, now it's like – yeah. 
it's all just completely changing. Yeah, and like you said before, like you didn't know that you could play professional sport. It wasn't like a pathway, a visible option for yeah, you as a girl. For sure. And now it's sort of like it's now coming like full circle almost. Know, like yeah. you thought when you first started, I could never do this. You are doing it. And now young girls are looking at you and going, I can fucking do it too. <laughs> Does that feel cool? Yeah. It's like when you think about it like that? It's a pinch me moment because, <laughs> like, I mean, the girls I'm playing with today, they're girls I've looked up to. So to think <laughs> that now there's girls looking up to me, it's, um, yeah, it's an incredible feeling. And I just want to, you know, show them um, what's possible and um, that you're capable of anything. Fuck, that's so special. That's really cool. So when, when you first started playing, like, like, what players were you looking up to at that point? Like when you were like, I don't know, what, eight or nine or so, when yeah. you fully start to understand all and like who are the players you're like, I want to be like them. I guess my first uh, I, like idol, I guess, was uh, a player called Emma Checkett. Um, mm-hmm. So she played for, she played at Cumberland United Women's Football right. Club, yeah. Yep. And then she played for Adelaide United and played for the Matildas. So to see that that was the same pathway that I could yeah. potentially go on was like someone then I really looked up to and... Yep. Now I've played alongside alongside her, um, both at um, Matildas and Adelaide United. So yeah, it's really special, and she's been a great mentor to me now to today. But I feel a bit embarrassed every time I see her because I'm like, (laughs) I used to go up to the fence, go, "Can you sign my phone case?" Can you sign? I think I've got a photo with her somewhere as well. Well, How cool those little (laughs) photos of like it'll be like you on the fence getting like a photo with your favourite player, and then like to now, and it's like you playing with them. (laughs) Yeah, it's pretty. I love seeing those photos of the (laughs) kids and that. No, that is like I don't think you. I'm not sure if you do quite understand the power of that and like what that actually means. Like, because now I look at my young niece; she's like 15, 16, and she like just is you're her idol. Like, <laughs> she absolutely and all her like friends over there, like because they they have to play with boys over there. There's yeah. no girls um, league or anything like that, so they just play with the boys and they do, they kill them, dominate them. Yeah, I um, love to hear that. <laughs> but she, there's her and one of her friends. They drive over eight hours to come to Adelaide to play for uh, Metro United. I think oh, it is. Yeah. Um, and then they, so it's like the same as you, like play, have to play with the boys to start, but then they go to a women's club, and then now they can see that visible, like, holy shit, it's actually possible. Yeah. Like, it's obviously going to be, it'd be extremely hard, and you know, probably people don't always get there, but like, yeah, but at least just, just being able to dream. Exactly. And know it's not a, like, it's, it's reality. Yeah, it can happen. Exactly. Um. So, yeah, good stuff on you, mate, for just inspiring young girls and, and boys <laughs> as well, no doubt, because like they would, like, after this World Cup, World Cup, sorry, they would, all lads would look at it and go, fuck. They have just taken over Australia. <laughs> yeah. How good is this? I think that was really cool to see at the World Cup as well. Like, um, like as l- along with like girls, but boys also going like wearing jerseys or like wanting signatures as well. Yeah. And it's like, like we haven't just inspired the women's side of things; we've inspired the boys as well, which is really special. Um, how do you find that? Like, because you're pretty like what are you? Twenty one, very humble, but like very and like laid back and pretty chill. But like, how do you go like? People coming up to you for photos and autographs and stuff. <laughs> um, yeah, I, I mean, I just, I know when I was younger that when I was asking for autographs and photos that it'd mean the world when someone came up to me. So um, I just try and give back as much as I can and just want to make their day. But um, it's also overwhelming at times because after a game, you go to the sidelines and try and get around to as many people as possible. But yep. there's... We're getting so many people to games now. You can't get around to everyone, and it's it's almost heartbreaking because you don't want to let anyone down. Yeah. But at the same time, you can't give to everyone. So, That's right. but I, yeah, I'm just yeah trying to do as much as I can, and um, if I can't do anything, I make sure I try and at least acknowledge them and um, give them a wave or something. That's such a really good response because there is, I think AFL players are really guilty of it of just kind of 
ignoring fans <laughs> and yeah. stuff like that, and they think they're like above that. Like not all of them, but a fair chunk of them. And like, I, th- I think they've got to understand like that's an interaction that takes pretty much no effort from you, essentially, yeah. but it could mean the absolute world to that kid. Yeah, like, it could change their perception of like, fuck, I want to be like that now. Yeah, I, th- I think like so I that's good get that you're some like that. messages like after games, just saying like thank you, like from parents and stuff. Yeah. And I think that like just so special to know that. That I did make someone stay. And, yeah. Um, yeah, brightens my day knowing that. So. 100%. You feel like it gives you energy and like just makes you feel good as well when you do something else for someone else. So. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Mate, you're an absolute superstar. I love that. Um, <laughs> so, like you said, about eight or was it 10 years old, you sort of thought that was the moment where I was like, I can actually make something of this. Yeah, around there. That's yeah. what I want to want to touch on. Like, when did it start to become like actually serious for you? Yeah, so I first got into like the state program. Um, so I was under thirteen, so I was like eleven, maybe. Yep. Um, and then that was like that was when um I had to decide. Yeah, maybe just before then, netball, soccer, and um that was because it's the training schedule became more hectic. So yeah. then you're having to, um, I mean, I think at the time was three or four times a week. Um, wow. And yeah, so that's that was, that's when it kind of came start like a bit more full on and it was so far away so then it was like I had to do homework in the car and that sort of thing because you'd get back at late at night. <laughs> Mum was prepping meals for me so I could eat on the car on the yeah. way there. Yeah, so um, that was, was kind of when it started to come, become quite full on but it wasn't until my first professional contract was at Adelaide United when I was like 17. So that was like kind of when, um, yeah, I started getting paid for it essentially. Yeah. Yep. Wow. Yeah. Was that like, I'm not sure, like, probably wouldn't be a massive pay, but like, was that just like a moment of like, holy shit, I'm getting paid to yeah. do what I love? I think like, I mean, for anyone, when you get a job, it's like you're getting money and it's like, that feels cool to um, be able to spend things on your own and not have yeah. to rely on yeah. your parents. So yep. I think that was, yeah, that was a really special moment. But and it's also a club I've, I've always um, grown up watching, going yep. to their games. So to represent my hometown was um yeah really uh, an honor and a privilege yeah i can't imagine like i've never ever been close to anything like that but like was there a real sort of like would you call it loyalty or um, patriotism to like represent adelaide like in a sense yeah for sure i think um I mean, even when, even now, when I'm um, representing the Matildas, knowing that I'm from South Australia, I want to make sure that I give back to South Australia because, you know, that's your hometown, and I yeah. feel like it's harder for us South Aussies because we're a bit smaller, and 100%. so you want to um, make them proud and um, do everything you Is can. Is there? I read so in the Olympics, I think, which we'll touch on later. But like, were you the only South Aussie in that Olympic squad? Is there another one oh. in the squad now? I think I was in the Olympics. I was the only one, but in the World Cup, it was uh, Alex Chidiak yep. and I. Yeah. Yep. So uh, just the two of you. Yeah, just the two oh, of that's us. Yeah. Insane. Yeah. How and big is the squad? Sorry. There was twenty three in the World Cup squad. Yeah. So yeah, and just two of us from South Australia. That's pretty. Like, you sort of think of that like, oh, yes, just two in the squad, but like, two players representing the entire like state, and also <laughs> like having the like capturing the imagination of all the girls in the state as well. Like, there's two in. Like, it's pretty impressive. <laughs> Yeah, it's fair. You seem so relaxed and like, you're like, yeah, it's not bad. It's all right. It's, not, it's okay. It's just a week's work for me, mate. It's fine. I'm not good at talking about myself sometimes. You need to pump yourself up, mate. I'll do it for you. Like, you're bloody unreal, mate. You're killing it. Um, fuck. So we talk about Adelaide United, but then 
when did that when did it first become possible that you're going to get that overseas or you're getting that overseas interest that really came out of nowhere did it uh, yeah so i was so in the off season with adelaide united i was training with the future matildas which is in sydney so yep. i moved to sydney when i was 17 right wow um, Fucking hell. yeah so then I was in two years in the program and then I was doing my third year at Adelaide United and I was like, at that stage where I knew the, the Olympics was coming around the corner and I yep. was like, I really want to be a part of that. But then I was like, where's going to be the best place for me to develop my game and put my best foot forward going into that? At the time, I was going through a hamstring in, uh, injury as well. So yep. um, I wasn't sure if it was just knowing being comfortable in the future Matildas again and and or taking that risk of going overseas but I didn't have an agent at the time so I didn't have any contacts so I was kind of just I don't know what I was kind of doing I was just <laughs> hoping for the best really yeah. and then um, it was after the last game and I got contacted by uh, the assistant um, national team coach and she just said like look that uh, Rosengard um, the club in Sweden uh, interested you I've passed on your details yep. and etc and then they contacted me that night. And oh, so they said, were keen. Yeah, and then they, <laughs> oh, they might reach out <laughs> yeah. and issue straight away. Yeah, and then they um, st- uh, the transfer window closed within like a couple of days, mm. and so I had to make a decision to move my life overseas within like a couple of days. And I, I you know, you hear the, the 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 horror stories of people going overseas and it not working out yeah. and that, but. I was like, I looked at the squad and there was players like the captain of Sweden played for them and. And then there was like this Serbian player and all these different nationalities. And I was like, look, if I don't get played, at least I'm going to be in a really good training environment. So I just was like, yeah, <laughs> let's go. Let's do it. <laughs> and then... Um, so that was literally like, they contacted you because you said you didn't have an agent. Yeah. So they just like hit you up. Yeah. <laughs> like, hey, do you want to come play in Sweden? Yeah. <laughs> and you had two days to pretty much like pretty make much, that decision. Yeah. So, so like I most mean, people don't know how to like decision which shoes to put on in the morning. <laughs> And you're like, do I stay here in Australia? Or I mean, I still don't know what shoes to wear. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, so I mean, I, I had the help by a lot of uh, coaches that I really trust. I called and then um, the PFA were kind of like my sort of, I just used them as sort of agents because yeah. they looked over the contract and everything. Right. So I'm really grateful for them. But um, it, when I look back at it, it was kind of an easy decision because it was like, what have you got to lose? You know? Exactly. Yeah. Um, I want to ask, like, like I moved from Port Lincoln to Adelaide and the first sort of – it's only eight hours away, right? So let me just preface it with that. It was really tough for the first, yeah. like, sort of 12 months. <laughs> How difficult was it to, like, literally go from Adelaide or Hallett Cove or wherever mm. to Sweden? <laughs> like, <laughs> pack up everything. Because obviously you're really close with your family. Mm. Um, like, that would have been like, – can you just describe like the first initial feelings when you like got on the plane and like that was it? You're like, well, I I feel like I was more relaxed than what I should have been. <laughs> like I was talking about it with my parents the other day, and I was like, because oh, it was around COVID time as well, so yeah. it yep. was like things were getting locked down here. I had to get like an approval to get out of the country. So you're like, fuck, I'm out so, of here. Yeah. <laughs> I'm gone. <laughs> I had a whole like road to myself because there's no one on the flight. <laughs> and then, um, and then, uh, yeah, I guess I. Uh, I mean, thankfully. Being in Sydney really helped me with that move going to Sweden because, you know, I I was living in a host family there, but um, just that small step of being away from family made it easier to transition to Sweden. But I think when, yeah, I was really grateful with the club I had. They were really welcoming and um, 
like I think my first date there, one of the girls took me out for lunch straight away. Oh, so, unreal. I mean, when you're going to different teams, you're all there for the same reason and you're, most of us are away from home. So you know how it feels and yep. you just um, look out for each other at the end of the day. So I think you, you get that with most clubs that um, you're always going to have someone there that's going to um, help you through or um, know that going through is something similar. Yeah, so yep. they were really helpful and um, made that transition easier. But, I mean, it wasn't the easiest time being um, there because I wasn't getting much game time. So that's when it found it the toughest times being yep. away from home because sometimes you just want to hug from your family. You yeah. know, so. yep. <laughs> um, but, yeah, it had its moments. But I think when I was going over there, I was like, what have I got to lose? This is really cool. I'm so going to be I'm just playing. attacked it with like a real yeah. like positive attitude. Yeah, exactly. Unreal. That's really impressive. Like, what's it like, like living? Like, how long? How much of the year do you spend over there? Um, like most of the year. So I, I right. mean, this year I went over in January, yep. and the season will. I mean, I'm back here for ten days, and then the season goes back. Uh, in two weeks and then I'm, oh, yeah and well. then it finishes up in in November so I'm there for like what like 10 months I guess well. of the of the year um depending on but then there's like we have international windows in that time as yeah, well yes so, yeah which I th- really like because you kind of just whether you're playing in home or um overseas you're with the Aussies so yeah. it's just nice hearing that Aussie accent yeah. and <laughs> that familiarity do you like I've never traveled overseas so I'm very like just country boy. Oh, you can um, come visit and see. Yeah, I'll have to come for a visit yeah. one time. Bring <laughs> me and Chrissy will come over and watch the game. But um, is there much like English speaking? Is it like, or is it? Yeah, so I've been like really fortunate in Sweden. They all speak English and they okay. love speaking English. So oh, right. yeah, so I was doing lessons for Swedish. Right. Um, can you be, s- say many words in um, Swedish? I can say my name is Charlotte. Yeah, uh, I to Charlotte. <laughs> right. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I can more understand because right, my okay. coach at Rosengard would speak a lot of Swedish, so okay. I'd have someone translating to me, but um, by the end of it, I could start to pick it up. Um, okay. But then the club I'm at now, they all speak English. So <laughs> you're, where are you now? You're on, you're um, on loan? I originally was, but right. now I'm, with, I'm contracted to okay. them. So, yeah, right. I'm at Vitoa now, which is only like an hour away from where I was before. Um but, yeah, so they speak really good English. And right, okay. you, yeah, if you're struggling with Swedish, they'll just well, they put English of, in. Oh, right, they, so they I can like imagine, it, yeah. like, you're, like, trying to play, like, they're trying, you'd be able to come on, and they're yeah. giving you tactics in, like, yeah. another language. You're like, <laughs> yeah, got you, mate, well, no when, worries. When I was trying to, like, just understand myself, I'd be like, hang on, was that for our team, or was they talking about the other <laughs> team? <laughs> Do, are we pressing high, or are they pressing high? <laughs> <laughs> mate, when I'm playing footy, like, they send messages out to me, I'm like, the fuck are you talking about? <laughs> Like, imagine it in another language, you're like, yeah, got it, mate, no worries. Yeah. Yep, easy done. Sometimes you just have to act confident and hope for the best. Yeah, just smile, smile yeah. and wave, that's smile it. and wave. Um, yeah, wow, so that's, what's it like, because you, you post a lot of photos on, like, your Instagram and stuff, or, like, stories, like, it just looks amazing over there. Is it always sunny, or is it not always like that? <laughs> no, I mean, I only post when it looks good. <laughs> <laughs> Typical social media. Yeah. <laughs> no, it just so looks unreal. No, it is, it is beautiful where I am, I'm very... Lucky, but um, yeah, the weather's like usually really good around uh, like it started getting good, I think, like 
June, just before June. And, right. Um, but then when I had a, <laughs> when I went over in January, it was freezing. And yeah, okay. coming from like the summer here to then yeah. um, going to the freezing cold was pretty intense. Yeah, change <laughs> yeah. In <the> <laughs> got a bit sick at the start, but um, <laughs> you know you, you get through it. And <laughs> you snow there a lot. Well, it see how like um, naive am I to like the world? Like what's it like <laughs> in another country? I got no, no idea. I hadn't seen snow for okay. the, until I went over there. Oh, so, yeah, no. so you, um, I don't yeah. feel that bad now. Yeah, no. Um, Yes, it snowed at the beginning of this year actually And it's usually not that common where I am Usually more up north Um, But yeah, so lots of When I was playing, had to wear gloves And the long sleeve, long pants Go on the Mary Fowler look, mate (laughs) Yeah, had to get the Mary Fowler on Unreal I couldn't score goals like it (laughs) Mate, you've got We'll touch on later You've got one goal (laughs) Pretty damn good Pretty damn good Um, I want to touch on a bit This will help out a lot of the younger players as well um, if you don't mind talking about it. But, I mean, you're sitting here right now, hands in your pocket, pretty relaxed, looking real chill, and you've been pretty calm the whole time. But, like, do you get any anxieties with having to play professional sport? Like, or are you just, like, immune to it and you're just an absolute guru? Like, um, yeah, I mean, I think it depends on what game it is. Um, right. I, I mean, I get nervous for every game. Yep. But, like, I remember, like, my first national team game like kidding up for that I was really nervous going to the toilet lots and <laughs> like yeah. and but as soon as I get on the pitch that almost like goes away there was a period of time where I was playing at Adelaide and I wasn't really starting lots and mm-hmm. I felt like I wasn't doing enough or I felt like nothing I would do would uh, please the coach so right. I was you know I was on the pitch and if I'd make a mistake that I'd get in my head a lot but um, I think one of the best advice I was given was just you can only focus on what you can control. So if I made a mistake, then I would be like, oh, I'll just get it back or just focus on the next thing. So I think that's really helped now with my career. And even now moving over to Sweden and having Tony as a coach, he's been really good at just just believe in yourself and have confidence in yourself. And then um, and that's taken me a long way, just that, that switch of mindset. Um, and that's helped with that anxiety before games. Yeah, well, so yeah. it's pretty much... You're able to almost almost flick a switch and oh, just yeah. like have that good mindset, positive yeah, mindset. Of exactly. like, I love that where you say, um, "Oh fuck, I made a mistake, but I'll just go fix it." <laughs> yeah, or, or I'll just do something. Yeah. Exactly. Because I have like I'm a coach, my coach, and have, I see a lot of players. They'll make a mistake and they'll immediately just like drop their head, kick the dirt, and be like, <laughs> "Oh fuck's sake!" I'm like, just yeah. stay in the game. Just go. Yeah, just what exactly. can you do next? Who cares? You made a mistake. Yeah. Like, just I mean, it's so easy to get caught up in it, but yeah. then you don't want to waste your energy on it. It's yeah. Yeah. Um, just rather use your energy getting it back. That's exactly right. Just go get it back <laughs> yeah. and, and then that mistake's forgotten. Like, yeah, no one cares exactly. that you did anything wrong because you've just for fixed sh- it. Yeah, it's like sure. that old saying, like teachers who I said, like, um, you just learn from your mistakes. Like, yeah. you know, no mistakes, no losses, just learnings. I'm like, yeah, right, I teach. Cool. I was like, no, it's actually real. It's actually <laughs> true, kids. Listen some to your teachers. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, I'd love to get some advice. Well, not me personally, but like, like, like some words of wisdom for like those young players out there that might be like struggling with those sorts of anxieties. You've probably already touched on it just then, but is there anything else that you'd like to sort of add to that? Um, I think just like another thing that I've always focused on is never forget why you played in the first place. Like, I love that. That's yeah. Awesome. <laughs> well, I think like there's times where I've gone through times where I'm like, oh, this is getting really difficult, and it's like, well, I love the game. I, I so then. It almost takes away everything. Like, I do it because I love it. And mm. um, if you just focus on that, all that, uh, for me at least, all that anxiety and um, that pressure goes away because you you play for the love and not to impress anyone else or um, you just play for you. Yeah. 
Fuck, that's a wicked response, mate. <laughs> I love that. That's so good because it is like people like I myself. I pre- I retired from footy this year, but I was really battling with anxiety. Like at one point, half time of a game, I come off crying. Yeah, and I didn't want to go back on, and like the trainer was like, "You okay?" And I'm like, "I, just, I can't be here." Yeah, and I was putting so much pressure on myself, and I wasn't playing for the fun of it anymore. Yeah. So it's like a, like so many kids out there just want to play to go to the higher level, but they just forget. Hey, no, just Why enjoy it while you're there. Exactly. Just enjoy it. Enjoy yeah. the journey. Yeah, for sure. That's such a beautiful response, mate. Um, we've spoken a lot about your sport, but it's obviously a major thing in your life. Um, and you've had some pretty amazing achievements. I kind of want to go over them now. Well, there's a heap of awards you've won, like, <laughs> like young player awards and stuff like that. Like, like what? The f- that's insane. <laughs> Can you explain them, like, or you don't really want to talk about them that much? You seem pretty, pretty humble. Yeah, I mean, I'm not very good at talking about them. <laughs> but, um, yeah, I mean, any time I receive an award, it's it's an honour, but it's more of a representation of who's helped me along the way and um, who's got me where I am or the teammates I've played with because I feel like um, you only shine if you've got good teammates around you mm. or um, got good coaching, coaches around, good people around you, so... Um, those awards aren't just for me; they're for everyone right. um, else. Yep, pretty pretty straight back response there, mate. You're media trained, aren't you? <laughs> good. You know, I've actually never had any media training. Really? Yeah. Wow. Okay, so you're just this good at everything. Thanks. <laughs> well, amazing. <laughs> I didn't mean to say that. <laughs> That's it. Well, don't know how to talk yourself up, hey? Wow. Um, <laughs> That's good, hey? Good interviewer, aren't I? <laughs> you are. That's um, what I've had. Well, like, fuck, pretty impressive. Like, I was going through. So under twenty Australia, you played six games. Under twenty three is four. And now at the in the Matildas, that's insane. Like playing for the Matildas, like playing for your like you're playing for your country. Like that's pretty fucking cool. <laughs> yeah, I kind of I think I forget about it sometimes because because <laughs> <laughs> you're just so good at it. <laughs> <laughs> it's just another it's just work, man. <laughs> no, because you just get caught up. I think as a profession, like as an athlete, you always like you would know. You always want to get better. You oh, always well, I'm not much of an athlete. Yes, but you are. <laughs> oh, thanks, mate. <laughs> you are, you always want to get better and yeah, improve yep. yourself. So you kind of forget where you are and what you've done. So um, it's yeah. I, there's often times where I forget to look back of what I've done and really. Mm reflect on that but um yeah it's a it's a huge honor to play for my country i think every time at the start of the game it really sinks in when the national anthem's playing and do you get like um, do you do you sing it uh, yeah you of do course, okay. yeah all right. we all belt it out really yeah. so you all do yeah, right. we all what, i've out. never yeah. been able to ask I mean, someone that yeah. who actually plays for their country <laughs> i mean i'm tone deaf so i'm sorry for whoever's next to me but <laughs> <laughs> you've got like the ball kids yeah. in front of all like, the mascots yeah i mean that'd probably go away piercing from that yeah <laughs> um but that yeah so that's cool. when it really sinks in because it's like and you're looking around at the crowd and your family and you're like wow um this is all I've ever dreamed of. And then playing like alongside players that I've looked up to as well. Sometimes I'm like, like Sam, Ellie, Steph, like they're all players I've really looked up to. And it's like, wow, you're my teammate and like friend <laughs> now. So like, what's happened? How's that? When did that change? <laughs> Fuck. That yeah. is so cool. Yeah. That is actually unreal. Now, mentioned that at games for me too. It was about one goal as well. <laughs> is that against England? Is that right? That was against England, yeah. Just any old club, just any old team. England, <laughs> cop that. Yeah, that was... Um, That's insane. <laughs> 
I still can't believe that happened, honestly. I mean, I don't score goals often and I didn't even score one for Adelaide United, so not sure how I got one for the national team. Just doing it on the big <laughs> Sorry, stage, mate. You're a big game player. <laughs> no, but that was... Um, did you keep the ball after that? Like, did they like... Oh, no, nah. I didn't get to keep the ball oh, after But I, I got the jersey I wore that game. I got all the girls to sign it, so <laughs> it made it a special moment, you know. But, That's wicked. Um, yeah, uh, that was a really cool moment. And um, I had actually some friends there as well. So my brother's best mate lives in... In England, and he was at the game, so that was nice. And then um, Cutsy. Oh, uh, Cutsy was there. Was I do there. remember that. Yeah, and then Cutsy then just get <laughs> sneaking himself in there for a photo. <laughs> Another friend was there from Adelaide as well, so it was nice to have some people. How cool there that? I knew. Yeah, so that was really cool. And and then just everyone getting around me after that goal. That's I always felt part of the team, but then that's when you're like, I'm here now. Yeah, it almost kind of that was sunk like in welcome. Ten times more. They call yeah. it like that welcome to the league moment. Yeah. Like, like <laughs> NBA really players special. talk about who welcome, like, and that was your moment, I yeah. suppose. Like, I'm yeah. good enough now. <laughs> yeah, it kind of felt like that. That's awesome. That's yeah. so damn cool. Um, what was it like at the Olympics? Because that was a weird Olympics, wasn't it? A that, year late. Yeah. Um, I that mean, kind of helped you get into it, <laughs> do you reckon? Exactly. Well? Not it, saying like that helped you. But no, like, I wasn't even part. Of, I wasn't even on the scene for the national team uh, if it was going to be a right, year earlier. Twenty twenty. So, yeah. Um, I'm glad it was a year later. So <laughs> COVID added its positives. I guess. <laughs> <laughs> No, Whoa. no, man. <laughs> no, that's a bit selfish of me. But um, uh, yeah, it was really weird because of of, of course it was COVID, so mm. there was no no one allowed, um, no one allowed at the stadiums, and um, we were still fortunate enough to be in the village at some stage. Yep. So that was really cool. That was uh, was, that? was yeah, that still so like that was almost like normal. I mean, you had right, to wear yeah. your mask around yeah, and yeah. everything, and but everyone was still. Um, out and about and like you could go to so there was like a whole building just set for the Aussies so yep. I had some chats with like um Emma Mc, I don't know how to pronounce her last name McCune Emma McCune yeah, yeah, McCune. yeah the yeah. swimmer and she was so down to earth and so yeah. humble and then um we saw like Patty Mills around and wow. yeah so it was really like um really special to see all those people and see them so humble was it just like well? you were just walking around as like yeah you were probably looking at them going oh my god you are a yeah, mega star I and they're just strutting around <laughs> like a human like a normal yeah, human like it, they are but exactly so they're all so down to earth and humble and i think that's really special to see because like they're at the top of their game and um i mean i guess we were we are too but mm. like you know you just um see like some big names and they're still just an ordinary person just them. and it's just really refreshing to see yeah it's um that's what I always would love to know. Like these big superstars, are they just humble? They're just getting around, like just they don't forget they are just a person as well. Yeah, and I that's mean, that's great to hear that. Yeah. Like, Patty Mills is an absolute superstar, <laughs> and, and McEwen is like the greatest swimmer that we've yeah. ever had. And, and they're still like, yeah. lovely people. That's yeah, a, that's which awesome. is really nice. Yeah, it's so weird that I'm just sitting here in this like in your house, um, <laughs> and you're just telling stories about yeah, fuck Patty Mills, <laughs> like Sam Kerr, like fuck this is. This is the coolest chat I've ever had. Oh, sorry, Walshy and Austin and Sean from the first three episodes. I like their chats. They were great chats, but I'm a little bit starstruck, I suppose. It's pretty cool. Stop it. It's pretty damn cool, man. Um, well, let's. Do you want to talk about like the World Cup? Obviously, you just come off that, and it's like, you know, oh, fucking shut up, man. I'm not talk about that anymore. I'm up to talk about anything. It's your podcast, eh? But well, yeah, yeah I know, but so. yeah, I don't take up your whole day, man. If we could be here a long time, because I've got lots of questions, mate. I mean, I've got nah. nothing plan. <laughs> um, but yeah, the World Cup, like. First of all, like first World Cup, but then getting to play it in Australia. That's insane. <laughs> yeah. How good is that? <laughs> unreal. I mean, it's something I've always dreamed of playing at a World Cup and to think 
that I just played at a World Cup on home soil. <laughs> That's is, so cool. It's incredible. So, yeah, I, I, I still can't believe it all happened. And, and to see the what we've actually done for the country, like, is is incredible and so special mm. and all the funding that now is going into... How good is that, us, hey? Yeah, it's amazing. It kind of sucks that it took something like this to uh, make that happen, I know, but... I know, but like, better late than a never. step in the right direction yeah. and um, hopefully there's more to come. Absolutely, mate, absolutely. Um, obviously, you'll be... Definitely be pushing for the next World Cup as well, no doubt. But I suppose the next big th- well, you got to go back to Sweden and play. And like, so, like, how many days do you have to leave? Uh, I leave on Friday, so oh shit, <laughs> six days. Just a quick stop, mate. <laughs> yeah, quick stop over. Wow. It always goes so quickly. Yeah, that's and like you've just got to. I when I always go back home, completely different context to you. Like you're <laughs> no, you're a big superstar. No, and you just get. But when I ever go back home to Port Lincoln, like you just want to kind of want to relax yeah. in your little space but then like you got to go catch up with everyone and exactly. you almost leave feeling more exhausted and needing another break <laughs> exactly have you just been like having to go and catch up with everyone yeah i mean i've been trying to take it easy really this week but i've planned yep. so much next week right. to catch up with everyone i don't want to miss anyone yeah yeah probably have and and then yeah it's hard, hey? i know it's hard to fit everyone in a short time but um everyone's also really understanding which yeah. makes it easy yeah yep. no, that's great um so then what are we what year is it 2023 so what I don't know why I check my watch <laughs> to check that to see that. Um, I suppose the next big thing, obviously Sweden, but then would be the Paris Olympic Games. Yeah, chance Paris next year. Surely so you're on for that. Hopefully, um, I mean, do you have to like if you're in the squad like Yanni? Is it like yeah, you'll be there, or is it like nah, your spots nah. up for yeah? So yes, nothing. Nothing's ever um, set in concrete. Yeah. You, can't you have to like it. try. Is it just purely based on your performance? Is that like club, yeah. or is it like nah? You come, um, and, come and try it. Like I don't know. I, I mean, don't know. all the work's done in your club land, so yep. they're always watching your games. Right. And, um, and then we have we have camps in like in the World Cup. There was like a because um, they have like friendlies and camps, yeah. So and it was like a bigger squad, and then they cut it down right. to a shorter time. Was so it similar for the Olympics, or um, was it a bit different? Because Olympics will. Probably be similar, but is it full um, squad for the Olympics, like uh, players, or is it under twenty? No, uh, yeah, so it's full senior squad. So it's a so senior the, squad. The okay. men's are, I think, under twenty threes yep. or something. Um, right. Yeah, but then um, we'll have camps leading up. We'll like we've got the qualifiers in October, yep. and um, yeah, but you just um, always have to be like in put your best foot forward because um, anyone's ready to take your spot. So fuck that's so. It's like you're a team. You're so united, so connected, but like. Yeah. Someone's coming for your spot at every single exactly. step of the way, hey? I think that was really hard, like, um, with the World Cup. There were some really close, ge- like, girls that were really close to making it yep. and they've been part of the squad for a long time. So to he- see them go through that heartbreak is really hard, but um, they're still just as part of it, you know. They, they've they built that culture in the team and um, they still were really important to us. So, um, But it's just hard seeing people go through that. Uh, yeah, I can't imagine having to, like... Because I just love... I just love people and love being friends with people and stuff, but like to compete for that's why I found it real hard in footy. Like, I don't want to compete with these people, they're my mates. Yeah, I know. <laughs> you know what I mean? it's, yeah, it's hard to have that. Um, sorry, I'm just whipping out my phone, not just to be rude or no, anything, no um, but no, because I said to my niece last night, Star, I'm, like, <laughs> I'm catching up with Charlie tomorrow, and she's like, Fuck. <laughs> She's so sweet. Yeah, do you remember when like you've like FaceTimed us? Yes, and then she was like. I was like, why don't you say something? Like, I don't know what to say. I'm, like, I'm not prepared for this. I'm like, that's a pretty good point. Just really threw her under the bus there. So I asked her last night, do you have any questions? No. So do you mind if I ask you a question? Go for She's it. She's wrote a massive thing here. So <laughs> thanks, Star. Um, 
I sort of already touched on it, but I'm going to say it, ask again. Uh, she wants to know what what was it genuinely like when you went onto the pitch during that world during the World Cup, like that first moment. What was it genuinely like? Um, Which you've touched on again, but I'd ask again for yeah, it. Yeah, I mean, it's hard to put into words because we just like scored that goal that really secured that spot that yep. we would go through. So then that was such excitement and and huge for us. But then, um, so then when I was getting on the pitch, I was absolutely buzzing, and then it was all. Or so many thoughts going through my head where mm. this is my de- World Cup debut, this is uh, like we're playing World Cup on home soil, this is like I'm playing my country and I've got my family in the crowd. Um, yeah. So, yeah, really special moment, um, really excited. Uh, and, yeah, but then I guess you have like a minute on the pitch and in a way you do want to show what you can do. But So you, I think that can t- overtake you sometimes as yep. well. But at the same time, when you step on the pitch, that crowd almost um i mean hypes you off at the same time but you mm. try not to focus on that as well and just focus on getting that ball which had dropped right at my feet in Did. two seconds and then, and then you <laughs> went and absolutely sh- headbutted someone <laughs> i really made it a memorable debut can sure. man. absolutely it was unreal <laughs> go big or go home 100 percent, mate 100 <laughs> percent. um she also wanted to know because she's actually going through an injury at the moment oh, she's okay. like torn some ligaments in her in oh, her ankle so yeah. she, she's missed pretty much the back half of this season mm. You mentioned you had like a bit of a hamstring injury, but like she wants to know if you ever had any bad, like real bad injuries growing up or anything like that or something that's hampered your preparation for things. Yeah, so the hamstring injury was a really hard time for me. So that happened when I was 18 maybe. Mm-hmm. Um, and it was during the Future Matildas program and it yep. just like, I felt like I got shot. Like I just went down. Really yeah. I, don't, I think I was like a, I was out for like four months with it. Um, and then during that time was like this, it was that period where the new players were going to get invited into the senior team with the Matildas. So I really wanted to be part of those camps. Yep. So the, along with the staff and I were pushing for me to be back for that. And then I came back and like did it slightly again and pulled again. So, and that was just at the beginning of the, the W league season, A league, I guess it's called now. Um, and so then, it was just really hard to mentally go through that again and go, am I doing enough to, to show that I'm ready to go into the senior team now? But I've got this injury again. It took like – and then I was able to get through the W League season, but it, I still never felt like I could sprint to my full capacity. And, mm-hmm. um, oh. So it took like I reckon like a year after coming back from it to actually feel fully confident to yeah. like, oh, this isn't going to go, like um, – and like feel confident in it. So – yeah, that's the main injury I've I've had. I've been pretty f- fortunate, Touchwood, that um, mm, yep. it I, I that I avoid them. But um, yeah, it's a really sucky part of uh, playing sport injuries, and um, but you just have to listen to the support around you and um, and focus on what you can control. And that's just a little little have little goals to get you through and um, towards going towards a bigger goal. That's a great response. I think she'll love that answer. That'll help her out a lot, hopefully, so she can get back playing. She had one more question. I said one question. She's asked three. <laughs> greedy hit stuff. Come on. Um, she she would love to know, obviously, you've got a long career ahead of you, hopefully. Hopefully. Um, but, like, would there ever be a moment where you want to come back and play in Adelaide? Is that something that's like – oh, it's a long way away. Yeah, for sure. I like, think um, – Because she said, in brackets – so I can watch her in real life. <laughs> oh, maybe I could play alongside her. She could play. Well, maybe. You better keep working hard. Um, but yeah, I would love to come back and play um, in Adelaide one day. Uh, I, I would love to play overseas for as long as I can. Yeah, 100%. But of course, like 
then, like I said, I mean, now I've got um, a partner, so, like, I, you have to make those sacrifices of what suits everyone best. Um, Don't worry about him. Uh, <laughs> worry I about mean, him. hopefully. He can, uh, <laughs> he, he can be the little tag long. Don't worry. But, you know, I'd love to finish my career here, um, yep. for sure, yeah. Right, that's a long, long way away when you are, like, really absolutely done, washed up. <laughs> Um, what yeah, is the, when you mentioned playing overseas as long as you can? Like, is there a level or a goal where you have in mind that now you just like I want to get there, or are you not allowed to say? Or really like? Uh, no, nah, um, yeah. So <laughs> I, I don't mean, know how it all works because yeah. it'd be like an AFL, like someone go, oh, I just want to play for this one team. You know, it's like, what the fuck, you play for this? <laughs> no, I mean everyone has their dream clubs. And yep. For me, a uh, dream club of mine would be Manchester United and um, my brother's a big fan. I follow whatever my brother does. My brother's, <laughs> a big, <laughs> my brother's a big fan of them, so I think that would be really cool. And Is I that mean, the – so, like, Premier League, is that pretty much where – I know there's obviously, like, Real Madrid and those sorts of clubs, Barker, but, like, is the Premier League still the league where everyone's like, that's where if you made it, you're there sort of yeah, thing? Yeah, I guess now that's grown a lot and right. a lot of the best players are getting over yep. there now. So that's somewhere probably where I'd love to play next. So I probably can't get to Manchester United <laughs> as of yeah. yet. But, um, you just keep grinding, uh, mate. Yeah, Never so know. I'd love to make a move over there at some stage. and um, But then also the idea of playing for Barcelona would be pretty cool as well um but then there's that language barrier <laughs> so i'm not sure how good i'd got speaking spanish but <laughs> what do they call that multilingual or yeah. something? i'm not that smart sorry mate. i should not try to say those words well mate because i think she said well she's an arsenal fan i reckon but you wouldn't no, really want to play for them would you i mean well sorry i can't sorry you might want to in case anyone from arsenal's out there listening she would love to sorry i'm up for anything <laughs> Fuck. i'm just ruining your chances here <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> they had the contract drawn out and then they listened to this podcast. Go, Ripped nope. it up. <laughs> well, mate, that's um, that's really impressive. Like, obviously, you've done some amazing things. Um, you should be really proud of yourself and obviously many good things to come, 100%. <laughs> um, we've been talking a lot about your sport, getting pretty serious about sort of your upbringing and stuff like that. Um, might switch it over to some lighter stuff. Yeah. I'm not sure if you actually have been listening to any of the episodes at all. No, I listened that? to Austin's and Did I you? got to the start of Walshies. Yeah, oh. uh, listened like 20 minutes of Walshies and then Unreal. I didn't stop because I was bored. I enjoyed it, but no, I, I no, had you're to like oh, these guys suck. <laughs> These old guys stink. <laughs> no, I really enjoyed it. Yeah, good. Um, but yeah, we sort of get to the end we've, and we just try to lighten things up a little bit. Yeah, and ask some questions without notice. Which are riveting questions. Some are fan (laughs) suggestions as well. I think there's one fan question in there at the end. Um, I didn't quite get that name as it came through. It kind of came through a bit weird, but I thought I think I can figure out who who sent it in. Um, (laughs) But the first question, real simple, and I'm going to get one after this because I'm so tired, but what is your – what's your coffee order? Um, An iced oat latte. You know, I've never been a big coffee drinker, so I started an iced vanilla. Right. Now, now you're just sort of like yeah. weaning down and then yeah. you get like a yeah. maybe just a fucking normal coffee. Yeah. Nothing, yeah. not saying yours isn't normal. <laughs> Sorry, so yeah, to all geez. your iced latte drinkers <laughs> oh, out there, wow. completely normal. <laughs> um, no, I like that. It's good. It's nice. Good in summer. What's your coffee? You oh, probably mate. said it in your podcast. Like, yeah, well, if you listen to that episode, you'd know this, but I guess I'll just answer that question for you now. It's um, So I get an almond cappuccino with an extra shot. Oh, nice. Just because, just like my life, I like it bitter. Yeah. That's fair. <laughs> <laughs> um, but I need, I need the almond milk, man, because I'm old Yeah, and yeah milk, I need the oat milk Proper milk just doesn't sit no. well in my guts Sorry, it's a bit of a weird thing to say as an old nah, man I mean, it's the same for I me I fart a lot <laughs> <laughs> Sorry 
This was an hey, intro. Fuck off! You serious? You, is he joking? You're a fuckwit. Hey. Oh my god. <laughs> You're an actual fuckhead. <laughs> Holy shit! I've nearly kicked all of my equipment off the fucking table. That was just, so that would have been lucky to have happened. He was the one. Did he set you? Such a prick. Head. <laughs> Oh my god! <laughs> yeah, see how quick I moved. <laughs> I didn't think I'd get you because I was laughing as I was saying it. <laughs> Mate, did he say that I'd react like that, or was he like yeah, to he say said, it and see what happens? Something about putting a fake spider on you once and you jumped up. <laughs> Holy shit! No, I see that's how. Did you see how fast I moved just then? <laughs> that was never was seen anyone move so quick. <laughs> oh man. <laughs> I'm sorry for interrupting. That's no, that's totally well, fine. That's that's a whole part of it's a raw podcast. It's <laughs> genuine, and I've just had a heart attack. <laughs> Got my heart rate monitor on. It's jumped from like 50 to 105 <laughs> in like three seconds. <laughs> Fucking hell! <sighs> I'm sorry. sorry. No, it's fine. That's Don't. awful. Me. No, that was good. Was good, <laughs> good banter. <laughs> All right. Are you ready now? Can yeah, I'm I, ready. Can I continue? Yeah, you continue. Are you going to try and kill me again? <laughs> wow. All right, this is an interesting one. This is a really weird question, by the way. I hope you're ready for this. I'm ready for anything. What would be, what would be the, <laughs> what would be the coolest animal to scale up to the size of a horse? <laughs> Hard hitting questions here. Well, we um, and don't say spider. <laughs> coolest animal. Um, oh, I thought all the animals in my head have just gone away. I just like I don't know any animals. Just name an animal. It's not that hard. Um, I know a dog. <laughs> it's a great question. That's a great answer. <laughs> Imagine a fucking horse-sized dog. I think there's yeah. dogs like that, like Great Danes and stuff. I guess, yeah. I mean, but they're that, pretty much horse. I reckon, yeah. Imagine that, just a horse. Like Clifford the Big Red Dog. Do you ever watch that show? Is that a show or a book? I Fuck, I'm showing my age here. Don't answer that question. <laughs> don't, don't worry don't. about it. Um, <laughs> what's your favourite movie of all time? Um, Probably 10 Things I Hate About You or, or Love Actually. Oh, the first answer was great. The second one, no, actually, no. The second one is that's good. Love actually is good. That's quite sad. How sad is it when um, Professor Snape is buying the fucking the oh yeah the necklace? necklace Yeah, I was like, I didn't say how he bought it. Yeah, but it's old mate. Yeah, sorry. And yeah, opens. Oh, I know that was really sad. I ripped my heart out. All good. All good. That's a good movie. Love watching that every Christmas. Yeah, true. Yeah. My partner does love that movie as well, so we do watch it every Christmas. Yeah, that's what are the other ones where they sort of made similar style, but it's like for like Valentine's Day or oh, something yeah. like that? I mean, that's like, still Doesn't good. Doesn't have Taylor Swift in it? Yeah, I think so. Yeah. I love rom-coms. Yeah, yeah right, yeah. yeah. Which, well, other than Love Actually, what's your favourite? Is Love Actually a rom-com? I mean, I guess they're not very funny. It's not too bad. Yeah. But yeah, what's your what other rom-coms are you into? So like, obviously, 10 um, Things I Hate About You. Fuck, that's a great movie. Kissing Bruce. <laughs> what? Kissing Booth, that's a good one. What is that? Have you not seen it? I haven't seen that. I'm going to Google it right now. It's like a Netflix one. Right, okay. I mean, that's just an, it's just one of those easy watches. Matthew McConaughey was good in... Uh, oh, I like him as an actor. He's in good. his, um, what do you call it? He always used to do rom-coms. Yeah. All he's good. He's got good... Oh, you know what? I like... Um, uh, now I can't remember. Oh, they sound good. The Proposal or something. The Proposal. Is that the is one? Is that the one with... um? Ryan Reynolds yeah. and Sandra Bullock. We yeah. watched that the other day, that's me and my cool partner. One. That's good. That's, cool one. that's a great yeah. movie. Yeah, yeah. Oh, just one of those ones, man. That yeah, that's a good one. Couple that weren't meant to fall in love, yeah. fall in love. Oh, and How to Lose a Guy I've in heard 10 that story Days. That's a before. good one, too. <laughs> how to Lose a Guy in 10 Days. 
Oh, that's Matthew McConaughey. <laughs> yeah, that's a good Fuck, one. You've got good taste. Ah, man. thank you. What can I say? Good taste in movies. Good taste in guys. That's crazy. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Um, all right. Okay. This is one from my partner. She's been begging me to ask okay. someone this. Um, what's just what's something that's on your bucket list? Now you've ticked a lot of fucking things, so this is going to be something obviously really amazing. <laughs> But um, what is something that is on your bucket I'd list? I'd love to go uh, skiing or snowboarding or something. I think I'd think i be really cool. Yeah, wow. Okay. Maybe even skydiving. You would go skydiving? Yeah, I reckon. You would jump out of a plane? Oh, when you put it like that, that's a bit scary. But I wouldn't do I probably wouldn't I don't do any of that. Don't take it from me. I get scared of spiders, so <laughs> I get scared of anything. I wouldn't do any of that during like my career. Cause Are you allowed to? In, really? Uh, yeah, but probably not. Is actually. it like in your contract? Probably in our contract not to. So. You don't read those things anyway? I mean, I do read You just read, read the, the dollar signs <laughs> on it? <laughs> <laughs> no, um, yeah, there's something about doing on the sport and stuff. Yeah, okay, yeah, you have right. to be careful. Interesting, but yeah, something along those lines would be really cool. Um, but just, I would love to like explore Europe. I mean, I've been in Europe, but like, but you'd just be flat out. You yeah, be able to do we anything, don't really hey? have much time. Yeah, um, but Italy would be cool, like the Amalfi Coast. Um, yep. Yep. Yep, see, again, my, yes, geo- my yeah. geography, and I'm not a travel guy, so I have no <laughs> idea. Actually, no, I would love to go to Europe one yeah. day because I, I don't understand, I can't comprehend, like, we jump on a plane here to go to Sydney, it's like three hours, but ah, you can go to, like, a completely different country. Oh, I didn't realise that until I it's was insane. in Europe. You can yeah. catch a train. Well, we went to, like to Paris for a weekend once because it was, like, that close. Like, <laughs> oh, it, that's, yeah. that's unbelievable. Yeah, it's crazy. So that'd be cool. I'd like to go to Europe. I mean, I, I can take an hour train ride and I'm in another country. I go to, De- like, Whoa. Copenhagen. You take an hour train ride here and you're yeah. just going from north to south. Yeah. <laughs> if you're like, lucky, you yeah. might still not be. <laughs> and you probably got fucking stabbed. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Shouldn't say that. <laughs> <laughs> People are going to think I live in a dodgy area. No, 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 you don't. I mean, oh. this is the nice part, but mm, just don't stay long. Um, <laughs> hey, this is, a fucking, this is a raging debate mm. in the soccer world. Don't fucking look at the laptop Sorry. and try to read the questions. <laughs> <laughs> you, know, you can't do that. So, raging debate, obviously, like the greatest soccer player ever mm. is like, everyone's like, oh, it's this one, it's that one, oh, it's this one. But who is the greatest soccer player and why is it Sam Kerr? Um, I like the word of question. <laughs> yeah, see, I don't know how she hasn't won like uh, the like the. How what do you call it? Is it Ballon d'Or? Yeah, I was glad you pronounced that because yeah. I don't know how to pronounce it. Um, I don't know how she hasn't won it. I mean, she's she she's been like top goal scorer in everybody. She's a genuine she's freak. Played at. yeah, and then the things like she creates moments out of nothing. It's how it's in, that, uh, that, that goal. Oh my, oh my gosh, I could talk about that. For Days, but yeah, she's. What was it like being pitch side for that? Was it just oh, like insane? It was insane because at the time she the had it, like the crowd. Every time she gets it, the crowd goes they insane. Go nuts. And so, like, we were going insane, and then, and then you saw Kate Ford like open up, and you think, oh, maybe she's gonna pass it, and then she just rockets it in, back, and I'm like, <sighs> she's oh like, my get God. out of yeah. the way, everyone! Yeah. I'm sending. It this. was unreal, and for her to also be going through like a hot, tough time and then come back and do that's pretty unreal. I just think that just shows how good she is. But she is the goat. Yeah, for sure. She's easily now. Obviously, you're an amazing sports star. Right? <laughs> Don't get me wrong. Absolutely <laughs> love you as a sporting person <laughs> and as just a person. But Sam Kerr is the greatest athlete this country yeah. has right now. For sure. You're very close to <laughs> All right. No, you've got you years to catch it. up. Don't worry about that. Okay, mate. Um, you into music at all? Um, yeah, I like music. Yeah. You do? Yeah. Like just all sorts of music. I'm up, I like anything. Yeah. What's Maybe f- not metal. Oh, yeah. you just said all music though. You're up. Yeah, okay. So you lied. Uh, sorry, <laughs> you caught me. <laughs> uh, do you have a favourite album? <sighs> Can't even talk. Having a stroke. Do you have a favourite album of all time? Sorry, had to pronounce Ooh. that properly. 
Um, tough question. That is a tough question. I'm not sure. I don't know. But mm, I've heard that album. It's great. Yeah, it's a really good album. Um, lately, oh, and I'm going to sound like a sap, but lately I've been really liking the 1975. Oh, <laughs> I know you would get annoyed with that. You but, are kidding. <laughs> but let's. Oh my god! I can't think of a good. Don't album. be influenced by people in your life, Charlie. I know. Just be your I'm sorry. Own it's it's. <laughs> I should be. Um, oh wow. I also put on Taylor Swift a bit. Yeah. Okay. Um, yeah. Yeah. Taylor Swift's a good one. Um, I Fair like enough. her old old ones because you know I like when I know the lyrics of songs and then I can sing, hmm. even though I'm a really bad singer. Do you have like a pump up song pre-game or anything like that? That you um, just chuck headphones on or are you just like, nah, not really a headphone there's person? There's two songs I listen to before every game. There's right. better before every game? Yeah, I have to listen to them okay. otherwise I feel uncomfortable. Um, getting into it now. So it's 10,000 Hours by Macklemore and someone else, Ryan Lewis maybe. And then there's Better When I'm Dancing by Megan Trainer. Right, So okay. 10,000 Hours is like, you know, gets you kind of in the zone. Better okay. When I'm Dancing, I just feel a bit more upbeat, you know. Um, nice. Two very different songs, but yeah. Uh, you'll say so every game. Is every the, game, I have to. I have any to order or one or one before the other? Uh, yeah, uh, ten thousand hours right, go okay. first, and better when I'm dancing. All right, yeah. I might chuck them in the car on the way yeah. to yeah. footy after so this, and I I'm not going to be playing, but I might run out in the field because I'm going to be that. Yeah, you'll be pumped up. Yeah. All right, I love that. Hey, if you weren't a mega sporting star like you are right now, <laughs> what would you be doing? Um, I can't choose another sport. Uh, that's a fucking... I didn't think about the question. <laughs> would you be playing another sport? Probably, yeah. Okay, will you just tell me what that... Uh, answer that first then. What is that? Okay, what would you I be would doing? Probably, well, I'd probably be playing netball, to be fair, because that's what I... What was I'd your preferred spot position on the um, court? I'm not being a wing defence, which right. is funny, because I'm now playing like a wing defensive football, go, I guess. It's a lockdown <laughs> defender. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but I did like centre. That was fine. Um, yeah, I'd probably be playing netball. But so netball, and then you probably would have won the World Cup on the other week. Oh, yeah. Mm. Did you make the right choice? Maybe not. Nah, you really have. Trust me, you have. <laughs> no, nah, mate, you've uh, you made the perfect choice. All right, so then, okay, now we remove the sports out of it. If you weren't playing any sports, what do you think you'd be doing um, right now? Probably, uh, I'm going to say a teacher or Ooh. like a paramedic. They're very two different things. <laughs> Sometimes they're the same thing as well because yeah. little kids do dumb shit and get themselves <laughs> that's, hurt. That's true. I just love helping people. So I think yeah, okay. I'd be in something where I'd be helping people. I mean, I was, I'm studying psychology at the moment, but I'm not sure if that's an industry I want to get into, but mm-hmm. something where I can help people. So I guess teaching you can do that and then paramedics. So um, would be pretty cool. I just don't know if I could sit in an office all day. No, no sorry, I just burped. Yeah. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> no, you don't want to sit in an office all day. Yeah. You definitely don't. Yeah. Um, one thing I've loved about my job this past 12 months is I get to go outside yeah. every day. You look not like you live in the dream, to be fair. Well, you know what? It's someone's dream. Not sure if it's mine. <laughs> but um, no, I do love it. It's fucking yeah, awesome. It looks I get like to literally teach footy to kids. And I yeah. like my skin, I'm actually like almost have, I'm not a pale white anymore. Oh. So I'm in the sun every yeah, day. Nice. See, so I just use Bondi Sands too. Oh, well, yeah, sorry. <laughs> Can you get me a sponsorship or anything like that? <laughs> yeah, or do you need one from them? I need this one. Hey, Bondi Sands, <laughs> if you're out there listening, sponsor Charlie Grant. I'm just putting it out there to the I algorithm. I should be, uh, like, promoting tanning, though. Is that bad? Why not? But isn't it just... It's, it's not sitting on the beds, though, is it? Nah. Yeah, no, that, that'll kill you. That'll kill you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's fine. Yeah. I'm sure. And then I'll wash it off. Yeah, you'll be fine, mate. Yeah. It's great. Um, this is a, yeah, like I said, there's one fan question that someone submitted. I didn't quite catch the name of it, but would you rather score a 95th minute header from a corner to win the World Cup 
or go on a romantic date with Lockie Ca- oh, Fuck off, Lockie. Who the fuck has sent this in? <laughs> Don't answer that yeah, question. That is a stupid yeah. question. Who said Surely that? you're going to be winning the World Cup. Yeah, exactly. 100%. I'm just going to take that whole second part out. Because I mean, if question. I won the World Cup, I could like afford a really expensive romantic. Yeah, but like, you thing. wouldn't though. Oh. Would you? I wouldn't win the World Cup. No, the World Cup. I'm <laughs> saying the second bit with the romantic yeah, date with. I'm that. just saying, if I won the World Cup, then I could take him on a really good date. You know. Yeah, you wouldn't need to. You've won the World Cup, man. You just yeah. go do whatever you want. <laughs> <laughs> oh, he's going to hate that. That's great. I love it. Well, look, we've uh, we've come to the end of the light-hearted stuff, and it's the very last question. Oh. Um, it's a very, it's a serious one now, so you know, uh, stop messing okay. around now, okay? okay? Stop laughing. Nah, this is pretty basic. It's just if you had one piece of advice. Now, this is weird because it's for your younger self, but you're still young. <laughs> but I guess um, everyone's what, been rubbing in that up the other. Yeah. Really. Well, you know what I mean. So it's more for older people to reflect on. But you're. But we'll ask. We'll ask it anyway because there are young people yeah. that might want to hear it. My niece will definitely want to hear it. Um, so, right, what is one piece of advice that you wish you could give to your younger self? So, I'm glad I was prepared for this one because I've been listening to the podcast. Oh, so okay. Asked you yeah. didn't know my coffee order. Yeah. Cool. Yeah, so. All right, anyway. Um, <laughs> <laughs> um, I would tell myself to stress less. Um, oh. I mean, I think I would have saved a lot of more energy if I stressed less about things that didn't matter. I'm always, I was always worried about, you know, like I said, in school, like, putting something in time and really at the end of the day it doesn't matter if you try your best that's all that matters and if it doesn't get the outcome you you want there's always other ways to get into things you want so stress less and just always I mean um just focus on like trying your best and that's all you can control I love that it's a beautiful response thank you so much for sharing that oh you're welcome that's great well like I said we have come to the end um I didn't want to take up too much of your time on this little Saturday afternoon uh, I've been going for about eight, an hour and 20 minutes. Oh, wow. Just flew Time by. Time flies when you have fun. Yeah, absolutely, mate. Yeah. Um, what have you got on for the rest of your day? Um, I'm going to sound like a really poor person because I have no idea. Uh, it looks like a lovely day. so maybe oh, it's I unbelievable should, out there. Maybe I should go for a walk down the cove, you know, um, down to the boardwalk. Yeah, go down to the boardwalk. Yeah, um, and then maybe I should see some friends <laughs> this afternoon. You know what? Sometimes you just need a bit of time for yourself just yeah. to relax. Yeah, that's true. Put the tote, maybe dip the toes in the water down the beach yeah, i don't know that's true I i'm not telling you what to do sorry yeah, but yeah sorry this is a question <laughs> okay. for you sorry um, i mean maybe i should read up on the port place because i'm going to the port game tomorrow so you should know are you really yeah going oh, i would have loved to have gone to that but um <laughs> yeah i asked a mate if he wanted to go um because i was really keen to go with my partner and his new partner <clears throat> And he's like, nah, man, we're, me and her are going by ourselves. So, yeah, look, maybe we'll just catch up another time. Oh, that sounds like a really bad friend, Sam. Yeah, look, I wouldn't reckon. Yeah, he's a fucking wanker, <laughs> to be honest with you. So, yeah, well, enjoy the port game. Hope <laughs> yeah, you have heaps I'll, of fun. I'll send guys. you some photos. Yeah, thanks. Really yeah, appreciate it. You're welcome. Um, but no, Charlie, thank you so much for your time today. <laughs> thanks so much I, for having me on, Dave. No, look, it. my absolute great. pleasure. Thank you for that. Um, but yeah, you were one of the first people to say, yeah, you'd love to come on and just have a chat. You didn't have to, um, you didn't have to give me any of your time, but I do really appreciate it. I'm extremely grateful for it. Um, So thank you so much. No worries at all. And just when you do continue to be an absolute, don't forget the little people, all right? (laughs) So when you make it big time after people hear this podcast, don't fucking forget about me, all right? I'll never forget about you, (laughs) Zay. Now, thank you so much, Charlie. Dap me up. That's what I've been doing with everyone. I'm not sure if you're into that, but there you go. Um, I'll wrap this one up for our listeners. Thank you so much. Well, guys, really appreciate all of the support so far. Um, It's now up to you just to share this around, 
with your family and your friends, your loved ones, because we really would just like to spark those meaningful conversations um, between everyone because uh, we don't do it enough. We don't talk to our family and friends enough and a lot of people struggle because of that. So that's the, the purpose of this, well, the second purpose of this podcast. The main purpose is to give the person behind the mic uh, their time in the spotlight. Uh, but guys, yeah, give us a follow, give the show a rating and um, if you want to reach out just to have a chat, my DMs are always open or you can also send me an email, which is zave at straighttothesource.com. Um, if there's a guest you would like to hear about or hear from, um, send your suggestions in or uh, if you'd like to come on as a guest, just drop me a line. Enjoy the rest of your day, guys, and uh, I'll see you all later. <laughs>